Listener Production. First and foremost, we want to acknowledge that we are lucky enough to be recording this podcast on the land of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. And we pay our respects to the people and their elders, past and present, and the Aboriginal elders of other communities who may be here today. We'll train today because we play Saturday. We'll train Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday be our hard session. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you a minute. If you can answer whilst that shit's happening, you're amazing. Well, cheers, boys. Yeah, cheers. We have a very, very special guest in the studio today. We do. Someone who uh, plays a good game of kicky ball. Some know him as the guy who's here. He's there. He's every fucking where. It's Ryan Grant. That's right. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, brother. No worries, fellas. Thanks for having me. And you've won every trophy on offer in the A-League. Yeah. Where's, so where's next? Great I mean, question. That's, I mean, that's insane, dude. Well done. Thank Congratulations. you. Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool. I think it's just one of those things that you always want to play well and do well. So whether it's winning another trophy, it being the league or the minor premiership or the FA Cup, the Australian Cup, sorry, it's called now. Yeah, any of those, it's sort of just in your nature really right to do to do good so yeah hopefully you can win a few more of those i think i've got a few more years left in me and see how i go is it cool rising internally and as a player with the a league itself seeing it grow and like like watching each year because every year it seems to be like yeah it seems to be doubly getting... as big as the year before yeah 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 it is awesome it's a great question actually i think i came in obviously at 17 i think the, the league was only 3 years old so it was still Still growing, but it was that was off the back of the 2006 World Cup, where obviously the Socceroos did really well and got through the round of 16. Yeah, like we what just a have time, now. man! We were talking about that yeah. the other day. So it sort sort of grew off the back of that, and then I won't say it plateaued, but there was probably a few years there where we still needed a bit of a lift. And then yeah, yeah the last few years we've had different players, world class players, come and give us that boost. And then yeah. we've had quality football and great coaches come through and some good teams. So yeah, every year it seems to be getting better. And obviously the Socceroos now doing really well at the World Cup. That's only going to boost the Australian football and obviously the A-League. So, yeah. And this year, the Socceroos have the uh, the most amount of A-League players, right? Like compared to every other World Cup Socceroos team, this year they've yeah. actually got tons of players from the A-League, which uh, yeah, I exactly. guess like that that in a way is a sign of the times it's as well. Testament yeah, to I the uh, quality. Two of the players that score play in the A-League at the moment, presently. So Really? Yeah, it says a lot for the, the quality of the league here. I think it does cop a bit of flack because people obviously compare it to the English Premier League. And See, I everyone hate knows yeah, we're it's... well off that. They're the best of the best. But yeah. if you compare it to other leagues around the world, we're, we're right up there. And yeah. I think that just goes to show. Yeah, because like Premier League itself, like compared to whatever, the French League or the Italian League, like Premier League is so much more competitive than all the other leagues in the world. And so for Aussies to compare the A-League to the Premier League, that's just so stupid. Yeah, it's, it, it is. It's it's just, I suppose it's people that don't really support football or don't really watch it too closely. They want to make those yeah. comparisons. But People that just love bitching in general. Yeah. And people love that's bitching, when, especially days, when it they, comes to sorry. sports. Like with the World Cup going on, they're like, oh. everyone becomes a professional all of a sudden. Oh, I know. And it's like, oh, <laughs> it's dude, so shut true. up. Yeah, you should really see the way Lecky takes on the ball. Like, yeah. if he's coming from a left side, he's really going to have these disadvantages compared to. And when people talk like that, I just tune the fuck out. I'm like, yeah. shut up, man. I think it also does come down to, uh, I guess, the sport itself hasn't really existed in the ethos of Australian culture for that long in comparison to those countries like Italy and yeah, France exactly. and such, right? It's less deeply rooted in our blood, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. So, and, if we're going this fucking good now. Yeah. You know, give us 20 years, we'll be killing everyone. 100%. And I guess there is that sort of like level of 
you know, we have to uh, convince ourselves to take on a new sport for like a new club sport where, you know, it might've been like our parents have grown up to NRL and AFL. And so I guess, you know, taking on soccer as uh, we call it in Australia, you know, it is, it is like creating a new best friend, which isn't easy and it's going to take time. Yeah, definitely. I think that's the perfect way to look at it. There's so much history behind football or soccer in other countries where, like you said, we're, we're pretty new in comparison. So now that we've got the kids at a young age now, they know the A-League, they, that's what they watch week in, week out. So in 10, 15 years, yeah, they're going to be hopefully Sydney FC through and through and, and sure. love the club and then push on and hopefully become professional themselves. Yeah. So. I mean, the vibe, the vibe is high at every yeah. game. It's and electric. And like, the songs, so much better than, like, I, I avidly follow NRL, and the songs, there aren't any songs that the crowd are connected to, but already in the A-League, like, the first game I went to was a victory Sydney game, and I reckon every single Sydney fan had, they knew the songs through and through, and they had chants that they would play, like, sing all together about individual Melbourne victory players and stuff like that, which, that stuff doesn't exist in NRL. So no. I feel like there's, there's so many cool things making waves and generationally it's a, it can only get better and better definitely sure. yeah it's funny how do you speaking of like calling it soccer versus football did you <laughs> see the u.s fans oh <laughs> man get that video up that is so funny it's called soccer I it's so like, funny because even like every American I know was super embarrassed by it. Oh man, this is the most. How do you woeful. feel about it? People calling it soccer versus football. Obviously, being an Aussie, yeah, where a lot of people you hear they go, "Oh, he plays soccer, don't you, mate?" Yeah, I mean, I, I depends who I'm talking to is yeah. what I like. Yeah, I'm, I'm originally from the country, so everyone out there calls it soccer. So yeah, all my family and friends they'll call it soccer, and yeah, so I'll refer it to it soccer when I'm speaking to them at Chrissy or it's whatever. Just a word. And, yeah, yeah, it and then when matter. I'm up here, it's obviously football, but. Yeah, I'm indifferent. I mean, obviously yep. it's called football. It makes more sense. But in saying that, I love NRL too and, and AFL. And yeah, the rest true. Of it, so I love all sports. So I'm not too... Did you play anyway. uh, NRL? Did you play rugby growing up? Yeah, I did. Like I said, I'm from the country, so I was yeah, was, sure. played a bit of every, everything, but played a bit of footy when I was younger, yeah, and still love it. I'm a big Penrith Panthers fan, like yeah. diehard, so I, I love my rugby league. But You um, surfed as well, right? Yeah, I try to. in at the co- it was, Is it Canoundra? Yeah, Canoundra, which so is you, inland, so nowhere near a beach. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you started surfing when you were like a teenager? or No, uh, yeah, I moved to Sydney when I was 15, I think, obviously for, for football. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then I sort of tried to teach myself to surf because um, I lived in around the eastern suburbs for a while and yeah. thought, why not? And yeah, got a bit too cocky from, from my own good and yeah, sort of got reminded that it, it's harder than it looks. And um, Where at? I was um, in Collaroy. Yeah. There's a big drainage pipe there and I saw there was big surf one day and I thought, like I said, I thought I was better than I was and I went out there and, and soon got reminded and got pushed into this big drainage pipe and... <sighs> Broken arm and a rib and got held under for a while. So it was, it was pretty, yeah, gnarly for a while. It was pretty heavy, but Damn. thankfully I got the, my leg rope snapped because I was pinned under this big pipe and oh, got spat man. out the other side and made it out. But yeah, it was a pretty hectic time. That is gnarly. Man, I yeah. would never go surfing again if that happened. Holy dooly. Nah, I only now only go when it's literally one, two foot just to have a laugh. And I'm still, I'm like I said, I'm a kook. I grew up in the country, so I'm definitely yeah. not a surfer, but I just enjoyed it. But now I'm, yeah, very much so. I'll just watch and go out when it's a, a little wave and have a bit of a paddle and try have and fun. look the part, try and look the part. Yeah, yeah. Be the part. <laughs> yeah 100%. And wait, did you say you played like rugby league before? 
Yeah, I played all sports when I was a kid. Yeah, I played Thank a bit you. of rugby union, played a rugby league, um, Hell yeah. cricket, all of it. Yeah. I loved it. Still and, love all sports right now. And did you like follow like the union? Like I remember, we were in like ACT where George Gregan was. And so there was a bit of a love for union around our sort of uh, families and stuff like that. Everyone kind of gets behind it. And when you got George Gregan playing, it's like super exciting. And then the thought of playing it as a child in real life, I remember it felt so surreal, but then like... I grew out of love with it after one season. I was, <laughs> was never that a with big, union or league with union. Yeah. yeah, I was never a big union fan. I went to a, a union school in Bathurst, so I, I you played, went to school in Bathurst. Yeah, so Bathurst is a crazy place. It's, yeah, it has its it has its moments. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we met some characters out there. It is wild out there. A lot of the first duck gigs were out in Bathurst, and yeah, people party hard. Out there. We Elise almost... is from Bathurst, by the way, oh. who's an, an executive producer. Oh, there you go, small world. Shout out, Bathurst. So many mutual friends and yeah. I went to Stenny's yeah yeah there you go, <laughs> go, go, go <laughs> localities you go. formalities do you remember that we were on a uh one time there was an after party after a gig and we were all kicking on in a hotel room and the hotel room had a little window that went out to a like a tin roof on top of the hotel oh was my that Bathurst? god yes and we went out on the on the roof because we thought that'd be a great idea of course and in Bathurst it gets cold you it's know very crazy. frosty yeah. very cold yeah and we're like dancing on this roof and then we all sit down I believe I lit up a cigarette had a beer in my hand and then all of a sudden as I sat down I started sliding and like I don't think anyone realized how fucking big the roof was because as I'm sliding down I was like holy fuck like completely sobered me up and I was like yeah I'd die if if I felt and it got right to the end and I was just like trying to shift my body weight so I didn't so I didn't like slide off it was fucked wait the roof was tilting the roof was tilted slanted slanted tin roof and then you know those tin roofs all you can ever grab onto is those little bolts the little bolts yeah the bolts and the bolt is only that big and like yeah shout out to the bolts Shout yeah. out to the bolts of Bathurst. And I'd like to imagine this is how the story goes, but I was pretty... Um, I think you started sliding, but litty. it didn't go as far. I hooked my leg onto one of the bolts, or my toe, better yet. <laughs> All my body weight reached out and grabbed at him, and I said, I got you, man. <laughs> you saved my ass. Not the first time. Hopefully <laughs> not the last. <laughs> And there was Dude, another. Bath- there, oh, yeah, Bathurst it was crazy. crazy. Anyway, oh my god, Bathurst, 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 and it's not far from uh, very cool places, which are very hot, buzzing, trending spots these days, like Orange and Mudgy and stuff like that. No so, judgy and Mudgy. You been to Mudgy? I've been to Mudgy. Yeah. yeah. I haven't been yet, but every time Ruben oh, goes there, he comes back, he goes, no judgy and mudgy, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like they so say So elaborate. I, I don't know. We went to one of the cellar doors at like 10 a.m., Pat, who uh, is a good tour buddy of the boys, and uh, we get there at 10 a.m., and I'm like, oh, is it too early to ask for a vino? And he's like, hey, no judgy and mudgy. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> nice one, dude. Yeah, sounds um, kind yeah, of creepy. Sweet. Well, I guess we'll just have one here and move on. <laughs> yeah, no judgy and mudgy. But mudgy, very cool place. Let's go. I want to take you there. Let's do it. You want to come with us? I'll go. Yeah, I've, sick. I've been only a few times. A really good mate's wedding out there. And yeah, there was no judgment there. That's there sure. was no <laughs> judgment. <Yeah. laughs> it stays true to its charm. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's do it. Let's rent push bikes and, uh, and just go to every winery. And ride um, from Sydney to mudgy. <laughs> well, yeah, that's where it really comes down to. Let's be the next guy who ran from Perth to Sydney. Ned Brockman. Shout out Ned Shout Brockman. Yeah, We've got to get him Ned. on the pod too. Neddy. Neddy. Do you know him? I don't, but 
I uh, we go to the same dog park. Oh, true. Uh, every now and then, so there you, go. you oh. see you see him in that mullet. Have you yeah. have you ever run through circumstances and you're like, oh, what do we say if our dogs just be, you know they become mates and then we're the parents? And well, they have. I think he's got a kelpie and I've got a kelpie, and they do like to sort of mingle. And then I wanted to say something. My missus like, no, don't be. Let, he's a really alone, nice guy. Alone. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's a, yeah. obviously a country boy too. So yep. yeah, good fellas. They're I'm all, sure you guys are getting along. Yeah. Look, it sounds like it's meant to be. I feel like we should go to the park one day and set up cameras and try instigate the first meeting. <laughs> Ryan Ryan Gray and Ned Brockman, the bromance that is yet to become. You guys have a lot of similarities. You know, you guys train hard. Both rock sick mullets. You know? Speaking of mullets, let's talk about that story quickly. If oh, you don't mind. yeah. Didn't you, um, isn't there a country that really didn't want you to have a mullet oh, yeah. on your uh, passport? <laughs> oh, my passport photos. Clean. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no, was it on oh, the no, visa photo? It was, I think, uh, it was in the UAE. Uh, we had the Asian Cup there a couple of years ago. I think it was 2019. I don't know if it was legitimate, but there was rumours saying that you have to have, like, acceptable haircuts there as a country. Yeah. Um, so they were, I don't, the story goes, I'm not sure how true it is, that the Australian Football Federation had to ask permission <laughs> And show a picture of my haircut and say, is this acceptable or not? Um, I didn't know anything about it. And then when I was over, the media sort of bunged it on and I just went with it. And I saw, saw my opportunity and I uh, jumped at it. But yeah, I'm not sure how true, but that was, uh, yeah, apparently I wasn't. There was a touch and go there whether I'd be allowed into the country. Yeah, true. Uh, so pr- pretty much uh, the Australian PM had to fly to Abu Dhabi and <laughs> speak to one of the uh, UAE delegates and, and ask permission for Ryan's mullet to be allowed. Some real cartoon shit. <laughs> It's like big cartoon energy. It's like a I Simpsons feel like I read episode. a story yeah, like that, and it was like, did you re- did you read it in the media? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's how I found out of it, and uh, I was like, oh my god, that is so epic. Like we had, you know, Australia ask them f- permission for Ryan's haircut. That's cool sick. story. If that true, is. huge yeah. if true, yeah. huge yeah. if Fully. true, it's massive if true. Hey, does anyone want a cup of brown? Yeah, I'll go a cup of brown. Mate. Pour us up. Here, going jingle jangle. <laughs> So what's your training schedule like? I asked you this when we uh, briefly chatted on the field and we slipped you 50 bucks to say that our song was your favourite. But um, is the training rigorous to the point where you just feel fucked at the end of each day and you just want to chill? What was today like, for example? Well, today was our hard day. So we'll have... We'll train today because we play Saturday. We'll train Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday be our hard session. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a minute. If you can answer whilst that shit's happening, you're amazing. Well, cheers, boys. Yeah, oh. cheers. Thanks for having me on. Right, cheers. 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 Salud. <sighs> it's cold. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful thing. Chilean um, chicken bourbon brown. Today sounds sick because of the chicken. So... But yeah. I, feel, I can imagine so there would be days where you're just completely fucking like spent, spent, right? So, yeah, there is days where you're exhausted and you sort of just want to go home and chill. Mm-hmm. And it's like um, a hard day, like always earlier in the week. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do our hard day today, have tomorrow off, and then have a two-day lead in to Saturday. Right. And then obviously the, the Thursday, Friday sessions are more tactical, so it's not as demanding, I suppose. But Right, so yeah. today's more like a game simulation, like just go. Hey. Yeah, they just go, yeah, go as hard as you can, Heck get yeah. your, keep your fitness up or stay fit and then lay, like ease it off towards the back end this, um, of the week. I was going to say, how much does a soccer player, oh, how much does a football player run in a game on average? On average, I'd probably do like maybe 11, 12 Ks or some of our... Shit. Yeah, and a few of the, the midfielders would do a little bit more than that, to be honest. We have, yeah, we have a lot of good runners um, that cover 
cover a lot of distance. That's we? crazy. Yeah, you guess, yeah. didn't you guess that? Yeah, the other I, night I swear we were I playing came up a with a number like that. Yeah, and we watched. Uh, was it Australia versus Tunisia? Yeah, that's right. And you were like, yeah, Adam, you know that, uh, you know, these players, they average, you said, I think you said like 15 or something. I yeah, was like, I damn. I, <laughs> that, and, then I, and I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. But I'm very guilty of like just making up facts you talk shit when all we're the time. together. And I, I love it. If you do it with I'll confidence, back though. It. Yeah, yeah, do it with confidence and see if he bites or grabs it or goes, really? Now I don't know what's and I just real. go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Turns yeah, out nothing yeah, I've yeah. ever said is real. <laughs> So with the whole training thing, when you're off season, do you still like stay in shape as best you can? Like, are you constantly training or do you like to just chill? Yeah, no, I get away from it completely. Yep. Yep. The way I look at it is it's going to, like preseason's going to be a prick, whether you try and stay fit or not. So sure. you may as well just enjoy yourself, get away from it. Yeah. Come back as unfit as you want. Yeah. And then you get, you'll get whipped into shape pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I guess there's a level of you'll enjoy it that much more if you have enough space from it. A hundred percent. That's, yep. that's exactly how I look at it. Um, if I kept training and or trying to, to keep up a little bit, I'd be so off football that I would obviously die out in the season. So I completely get away from it, go do something, a bit of travel. Then I'm actually keen to come back and rip in. I guess there's a message in that for anyone doing anything at all. Exactly, yeah. Like I know a lot of musicians um, that are in their head so much because they're just in the studio all the time. They never go out and live life. Yeah, going balls to the wall with anything. I remember Dylan Olcott was saying this as well. He like... He really loves having space from the sport and he reckons that's why he's always, you know, winning world championships. And I stuff. dare say that's why you've been in it for so long and you're still killing it. You're still fucking going ham. Mate, yeah, 300 be. games. What's that? It's going to turn into, sounds like you're ready for 400. Yeah, we'll see. What's your <laughs> that's space? What Sorry, that's Alex. your bit. <laughs> sounds like, what's next, huh? 400. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I've seen better days. Uh, <laughs> would, you, would you ever play for another club ever? This is a hot uh, topic. Not this is scandalous A-League. shit. Nah, no. not in A-League. Yeah. I, I mean, I've been at Sydney for well, 14 years now and it definitely is home and, and what I love, but I was never against trying something different in a in another country or like experiencing a different culture or something. Yep. That always would, would have been awesome, but it just never came around. There was little opportunities that popped up here and there, but nothing ever concrete. But yeah. now, yeah, I wouldn't join another A-League club. I just, it sounds a bit silly, I think. Yeah. What, what about Hertha um, in the Bundesliga or something like whatever, like he was playing for before? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Bundesliga is a top league. I'm, I'm a bit more realistic. I don't know if I could jump straight <laughs> to the Bundesliga, but yeah, I'd, like I said, I'd try, I'd love to try something different. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, all yeah. I know at the minute, but yeah, but Lex, you, Lex killed it over there. You are Sydney's favorite son, Sydney FC, like, and it's sick with the new Stadium, Allianz Stadium. Any listener out there right now, I suggest, highly, highly suggest you go to a Sydney FC game stat. It's an exciting uh, position as well. Like when you do like right back and you can be, you know, crossing into goals, scoring goals, but also defending some of the like most hectic goal attempts. That's kind of what you're famous for, right? Is literally being everywhere. On the field at once. Yeah. He's here. He's there. <laughs> He's every fucking where. Ryan Brandt. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sort of known as being a bit of a headless chook and 
just chasing the ball around. Were you um, like that as a kid? Yeah. Like just crazy energy. Yeah, my friends used to call me like a dog. I just if there's a ball, I would chase it. Yeah. And it's so I'm <laughs> no different now. Yeah. Um like I hate being in the gym. I don't really like doing other exercise, but yep. if there's a ball to chase, I'll I'll True. definitely chase well, lucky it. Lucky so. you've got a Kelpie. I feel like they're oh. the best chasers out of all dogs. Kelpies are the yeah. best. She I want to get one. So yeah, she's a good dog, but they're hard work. <laughs> yeah. They're very hard work. They need to run twelve Ks a day. Yeah. yeah. How so, often do you take her out? We do three three trips out on the Fuck, day we do morning like yeah three. we do morning arvo like when i get home from training and then we might go for a walk or a swim in the arvo and take yep. it down so we don't yeah. have to do that third but we try to just so she sleeps well yeah it's kind of it's kind of a good um <laughs> that's so hectic it's a good thing though to have that ritual of taking the dog out for a walk especially in the afternoon i feel like it's a good way to debrief de-stress yeah. it from sort everything. of forces you to too it right forces like, you to do it like yeah. you were saying earlier like sometimes i just want to go home and lay on the lounge and do nothing because yeah. i'm knackered but then if i've my dog's called peggy if she's just there like looking at me i'm like oh, i can't just lay here and yeah. do nothing and hurt, <laughs> yeah. annoy the shit out of me i better get her out and it sort of forces you to do and i love going for a swim we go for a swim every morning she swims with Yeah, her? she loves it. So. Yeah, she jumps straight in on, on the boat ramp in, in Bondi. She comes in after us. So. I love it. Um, yeah, so she sort of gets us uh, up and about and yeah. makes us do stuff. Yeah, that's sick. Shout out to all the dogs out there making humans do shit <laughs> yeah. for once. Getting humans away from their uh, Insta scrolling and screens in general. Shout out Peggy. Shout out Peggy. Oh, Peggy. I used to have uh, a Kelpie when I was a little boy. Uh, Mum had a Kelpie called Prudence. When I was a little boy. When I was a little boy. <laughs> that's fucking weird. That's Henry Lecter shit. Yeah, that's, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yes, when I was a little boy. Uh, yeah, had Prudence the Kelpie, and Prudence was, oh, God, the best dog in the whole world. Prudence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> yeah, fully. I do, and, yeah. and she never seen the rain. She never? Nah. Not once. Every time there was a thunderstorm, she she squealed and hid under the bed. How did Peggy go last night in the thunderstorm? Oh, no, yeah. she was cool. Hey, she, she, was cool. she got her attention, but then she's yeah, back to sleep. That she was, right. was hectic. Yeah, it was crazy, eh? It was hectic. It was cool, I'm, though. I'm currently residing in Bondi as well. Nice. And uh, I looked out the window. I was like, holy fuck, yeah, some shit's going to eh? get caught on fire. Yeah. <laughs> it was hectic. It was full on. You guys play in some pretty fucking wild conditions. I remember the. Uh, it was you guys versus Victory. We were there, and it was pissing down with rain. Like, it was torrential rain, and you guys were going ham. Yeah. When, when, when does it hit that point where it's like, no, nah, we're not, we're not going to play? I think if, if there's lightning, that's yeah. when they sort of weigh it up, and there's, I think there's some sort of tool or something they measure how serious or dangerous <laughs> it is. There's a tool that yeah. someone stands and it's just their finger <laughs> in the centre <laughs> of the scene and goes, don't worry, I'm the rod, you guys will be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sacrifice. Someone stands game is on too important. the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the sacrificial lamb. What about like if you're playing in Cogra where there's just no drainage yeah. and then the rain just like makes a, a swimming pool. Yeah, so we've had a few times where it's had to be canned because it's obviously flooding, uh, <laughs> lightning. Wind is the worst. Wind's, wind's oh, the worst yeah. condition because you still play through it, but it just makes the game so mm. trashy. Yeah. Um, so any you ask any footballer, they'll say wind's the worst condition just because it's an, a nightmare yeah. to play in. That's yeah, I can imagine that yeah. would suck. I can't what believe a- we built um, a new stadium, but it 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 doesn't close. Yeah, like, like the because uh, it looks like I feel the like all the European that would close. Yeah, right. It all the like new stadiums car. can close, right? But not in Sydney. I think the way they designed it was meant to be no one would get wet if it rained, um, except the players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's the love for the players? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but <laughs> yeah, well, great that's question. Yeah, nother, yeah. We could do a whole other conversation. Um, <laughs> right, like, oh, well, they are my that's sponsor. A great I'm not going to give them <laughs> yeah. big diss right yeah. now, but come on. Our Where boys have got to keep dry if we want to get them high <laughs> on the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> what about the um the touring? aspect of it yeah is there any what's it like being out of town with a whole team of people yeah do you guys cut loose do you like get to go dancing in terms of like sydney or with like the soccer just when you play in perth with your team and it's like all right we're all in basically a new country what are we gonna do (laughs) (laughs) perth is basically a new country i don't know it's ages away it is they drink spearmint milk in europe you travel 30 minutes to get to a new country here you travel seven hours on a plane and you're still in Australia. Wild. I think the uh, Perth, because we have Wellington, Phoenix, obviously, that's the longest domestic travel for a, like a football game in the whole world. I think yeah. it's what, what's, what would that flight be? I'm not sure. Like, like seven, Perth to Wellington? Yeah. Because they would have to go. That'd have to be like eight stop hours. as well, yeah. yeah. That's like eight hours. Yeah. Eight, eight hours with eight no stops. Yeah. yeah, chucking a stop, it's ten. <laughs> Maybe 11. You like that? But do you guys get to like <laughs> kick back at all and have a beer? Yeah, yeah we have Sick. a, depending on results, sometimes if you lose, we never get told like don't go out. With yeah. previous coaches we have, but yeah. if you don't do well, it's like everyone's staying in. True. But when you win, they're sort of like enjoy yourself, but yeah. obviously we've got to be up early to fly out the yeah. next day. So yeah, you go out, let your hair down, have a, some strength and conditioning coaches or conditioning coaches yeah. think it's good because boys... So stimulated after a game, you don't sleep anyway. Yeah. As you boys could probably yeah, be late. After a gig, doing, yeah. yeah, fully. So if they go, they say, I'll oh, go out and have a dance or have a few drinks, at least yeah. that will calm you down. And then by the time you get to bed, you get you a, actually a sleep. few hours sleep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's actually any, so smart. Are there any uh, funny stories? Well, who's the best dancer? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can cut a mean. Re- yes, I, was, I knew it was you. <laughs> I imagine you doing yes. the worm. Yeah, I can do worm. it. Yeah, oh, my mum my yes. does the worm, actually. Really? Yeah, You're kidding. She calls it the slug because she's yeah. hoping. <laughs> Shout out Kayser. Yes. yes. She loves Shout out Kayser. What a legend. Ball. That's um, sick. But we have Anthony Caceres. He's um, Uruguayan, so he's got the He's got the, the rhythm. Moves. Yeah, yep. true. very much so. A few of the boys. Redders? Yeah, Redders. He's obviously known as the Wiggle. Obviously, so he's got a pretty good movement. <laughs> the blue wiggle. Yeah. But yeah, a few, the boys love it. If you if they get a few sherbets in him, they'll love it. Yeah. Definitely get on the D floor. A few sherbies. Yeah. yeah. Nice. How fucking good is sherbet? <laughs> is, there any t- is, there, is there a time where someone's just gotten too loose and it's like, oh man, you're going to fucking, you're going to be terrible on the field tomorrow. I'm sure that's happened a lot, but. Uh, well, we usually go out after anyone. a game. We normally go out after a game, not yeah, before true. a game. But <laughs> yeah, we've, <laughs> had, we've had boys <laughs> miss flights. Oh yeah, whoops. <laughs> you are going to be terrible tomorrow. <laughs> you're going to be terrible tonight, man. Why? Why'd you have 20 beers before we're playing? Um, Stop but cutting shapes, uh, man. The game's on in 10 minutes. Uh, but plenty of times boys have missed the flight the next day or yeah. been late or yeah. been crook as. Adam's yeah. never missed um, a flight, believe it or not. Yeah. Literally on, never. Actually, he's, ne- he's never missed a flight. He's talking shit. <laughs> I've missed too many. I've been kicked off a couple of flights. <laughs> Once we pulled up in Canberra at the airport after a big one, to be fair, and um, <laughs> we'd won a game and we went dancing. <laughs> That's right. We won the game. The boss said, let your hair down. Um, otherwise, you won't sleep. The boss sleep. definitely didn't say that. <laughs> we just did it. <laughs> we let the hair down. I'm on my way to the airport and uh, went to the, uh, the the Virgin Lounge where they, for some reason, granted us access. Yeah. They let us in and they were like, you guys want some beers? I'm pretty sure they were keen yeah, on us Yeah, and it was beers. like 10 a.m. 
a.m. It was earlier. Like, it was earlier. Are you sure time. we're allowed beers this early? And they're like, yeah, come on, boys. <laughs> That's when they were doing Peronis on tap. Yeah. I haven't drank a Peroni since. And uh, we just started throwing them back. I don't know why we thought it was a good idea, but we thought, you know, it'll just bring us back to life and we'll be able to make the next gig. Back in the day, we'd have like four gigs in a row each night. Terrible advice for anyone listening out there. Yeah. Don't do that. That's not the uh, key res- to success. Be responsible. Um, so we we're in there and start throwing them down and Timmy Trumpet uh, starts laughing and filming <laughs> us and I'm, I'm not sure why. And Anyway, we get down to the plane and <laughs> it's like you have to walk across, uh, head out the gate onto the tarmac to then go onto the plane. And then we start, like, dancing on the tarmac and yeah, taking photos. That's and when then, it got bad. And then Timmy starts filming us, and I was like... I, I noticed all the uh, Virgin stuff were like, uh, what are these guys doing? And I, I really, I'm like, Adam, just get into line, man. And he starts really throwing it down. He goes, nah, I've got this new move, man. Check this out. Silly goose <laughs> and he shit. starts wiggling. Pretty much the blue wiggle. He is Redders. And then um, <laughs> we get onto the plane and then someone walks up. Well, Timmy Timmy Trumpet sat at, like, the front of the plane and we were oh, at the back. And Adam's and trying to have a yelling. conversation with Timmy, like, but there's 12 seats between us. I was being a real wanker, though. I was going, Timmy fucking Trumpet. Like, I was a dickhead. Like, if I was anyone else on that plane and saw me, <laughs> I would have slapped me in the head. Like, yeah. I was being a, a downright scoundrel. Well, he was trying to just have a casual combo from my memory he's going yeah so whereabouts are you going I think we're playing in Dubbo and Timmy's just going yeah man I'll talk to you after <laughs> and Adam's like yeah sick where <laughs> and then one of the uh, flight attendants comes up and goes hey um, I, I just want to have a word with you at the back of the plane and I swear single Adam thought he was getting lucky he goes <laughs> oh my god Say no more. And he goes, <laughs> I'll be back. And he gets up with this giddy smile, still dancing and wiggling. Yeah, I was dancing. I remember that. That was fucking stupid. And I just they just threw me off the flight. And then we just see him getting escorted off the plane. Yeah, that's like some Simpsons shit. I was dancing one second and getting escorted off the next. The best part was when I when I walked off the tarmac... There was four cops standing there. <laughs> there was police. <laughs> there was cops there, and they all had their their arms on their hips, and they're like looking at me like, "Oh, you've been a, you've been a bad, bad person." And I and I walked I walked past them, and they go, "Where do you think you're going, mate?" And I go, "What?" And then one of the cops goes, "You do you know why we're here?" I go, "No," nah. and he goes. Well, why'd, why'd you get kicked off the flight? I go, well, you know that, don't you? And they go, no, you tell us why you got kicked off the flight. I was like, I'm not telling you shit. <laughs> and then I kept walking and one of the cops was like, but wait, but wait. And I was like, what? No, I don't have to, I don't really have to talk to you. Don't have I've to been do kicked nothing. off the flight. And then I walked out and, and then left uh, and went straight to my mother's. And then he went to his mum's and went to sleep. Because uh, I knew where the, the key was. She wasn't even home. I remember where the key was from when I was a kid. <laughs> and then I, when we land in Sydney, I've got all these messages from our manager going, What's, what is going on? What happened to Adam? I'm like, what do you mean? Thinking like I'd planned this full perfect story like, oh, you know, I'll get someone to drive Adam to uh, Dubbo and we'll make the gig. Everything's going to be fine. We just won't tell Ben anything. And uh, Our manager, Ben. Our manager, Ben. And then Ben just calls me as soon as I land in Sydney. He goes, what the fuck's going on, man? I'm like, what? Well, nothing, man. Nothing's going on. I'm with Adam right now. And he goes, 
No, you're not. I've seen Timmy Trumpet's story on Instagram and he's being escorted off the plane by police. I'm like, oh, no. The best thing was, though. Timmy, you blew it for us. Ruben wrangled it all together and got two of our best mates, Jamesy, rest in peace, and Kean, to pick me up from my mum's house in Canberra drive me to the gig in Dubbo in like, how long is that drive? It's, it's like, like five hours. Yeah. Or six hours. Maybe yeah. And uh, yeah, it all worked out. But it, yeah. And then I told uh, Rod <laughs> from the Amaru Hotel, I go, can we push the set back 10 minutes? Just, you know, give Adam that tiny bit of extra time to make the set. And then that 10 minutes turned into half an hour. But then Adam literally made it before the set started by yeah. one minute and then like ran on Rod had like all these shots lined up uh, to celebrate Adam's arrival and we played one of the best sets of all time that same night a girl shat herself in my <laughs> hotel room <laughs> It's just a weird life. Weird life. Uh, but look, long story short. Is it the same short, as the kebab story? The kebab story. Like the, the chick who ate kebabs and then jumped into the pool. And oh, there no. Was, there was a different, okay. Yeah, people shitting themselves a lot, Lem. <laughs> it's a thing. It's more common than you think. It is. I almost shat myself today. Oh, okay. Girls the sh- and guys alike, everyone needs to wear nappies on the dance floor because everyone's shitting themselves. <laughs> I've seen a lot of, uh, I saw what a lot do of is like make- videos years ago when I was a kid on the internet of uh, football players like pissing, speaking of going to the bathroom in precarious places, pissing out the side of their shorts. Is that a real thing? That's a, everyone oh, does yeah. that. I've got a rogue story. Yes. I, won't, I won't name names, but a really good mate of mine. Um, Red Mane. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he doesn't, he doesn't play anymore, but this yeah. was probably 10 years ago. I used to play midfield and I was playing next to me in midfield and they were about to kick off and he just said to me, Buster. And yeah, I looked at him and... He went like that, like eyes down to his crutch, and then I just saw him doing a wee in his pants. Ooh, that is rogue. Yeah, and you just see it go down his shorts and then into his sock, and then you see it dribble all the way down. I was like, dude, the game's just starting. You could you're in this change room like three minutes ago. He's like, was yeah, he, I know. Was he like, oi, Buster, like, check this out? Yeah, yeah, he's like, proud of it. Yeah. He wasn't like, oh, shit. He was he's like, proud oi, of oi, it. Oi. Yeah, look at this. He's like, check it out. Yeah. Check it out. Wow. I was like. <laughs> you're like, I wouldn't be showing anyone like, that. You're like, cool, man. That's <laughs> yeah. fucked up. He's like, yeah, mate. How's it exist? You're like, dude, that's fucked. Maybe it's like a scare tactic. He was trying to, you know, show the other yeah, team, intimidate. like, I'm not scared of even pissing myself. So you think I'm scared of you guys? Hell no. <laughs> if we all cover ourselves in piss, the other team ain't going to want to touch the ball. <laughs> you ain't cool unless yeah. you pee your pants. <laughs> Fully. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. So but what, that, uh, that's like a classic, though, like doing that kneel. Like, yeah, I feel and like out the it, side. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. They'd pretend to stretch, right? You think you yeah, get the groin stretch, stretch and you just flop Have around. you ever seen someone shit themselves on the field? No, but I've had like seen players like mid game, not even a stoppage, just sprint off. Yeah. Yeah. And then they've obviously had to go. Yeah. <laughs> so they're probably touching cloth and then they're just they're gone. They're touching cloth yeah. and then they're out of there. So on this party, oh, yeah, yeah. we true, chat yeah. about uh, highs and lows with our guests. What's a high moment? For you thus far in the Hits life and of misses Ryan Grant, per se, yeah. and you could start with the lows, finish with the highs, or vice versa. I think when you mentioned it, I think just now a high came straight to my mind. I think so. I'll start on a high. Um, <laughs> start on a high and on a low. <laughs> Ah, welcome to my life. <laughs> Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, um, that was well delivered. Fuck, that was good. 
No, it, I, I was lucky enough to score um, the winner in a grand final. I think it was 2020, so a couple of years ago now in, in extra time. Oh, man. Um, yeah, Heck, really. How crazy would that feeling be? I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean if even you watching watch the, that yeah. happen is just exhilarating. If you watch my celebration, you can just tell I was just <laughs> – I carried on like a bit of a pork chop, like a, like a Derek. I tried to take my shirt off, which I'd never do. I don't have the rig for it, but pulled my shirt up, quickly realised that was dumb, put it down, then run around, didn't know how to sell it. I don't score too many goals. Do we? Run around like, fucking, what do I do? And the boys are trying to hug me and I'm like, do I hug them or do I like go to the fans? Like, I don't know what to do with my hands. Like, this is so good to hear from a football's perspective because I've seen celebrations before. I'm like, most of the time they're just running off straight adrenaline so they're not even thinking about what's happening. But I've always wondered if they're just thinking, if they're in their head after they're celebrating going, wait, what do I do with my hands? Yeah, I was proper like, oh. I don't know what to do. And the boys are jumping on me and I'm trying to point and bloody wave to different people and the rest of it. So We've um, got to put that on the Peking Dog yeah. podcast Instagram, that video. That sounds incredible. Yeah, so, we should find that video. Uh, that was definitely that was definitely a high. Yeah. Um, that so sounds like a fucking that high. Is the well best done. High. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Best high on the series. I think that the is high so also good. is uh, <laughs> taken to the next level by the hilarious celebration. Yeah, yeah. fully. A hundred percent. I love it. <laughs> it's not like, uh, you know, Aubameyang just straight up knows he's going to do a front flip or whatever. Yeah, that's the thing. Because, like I said, I don't score too many, so I don't. I did not have anything rehearsed. <laughs> yeah. It was just straight off the cuff, and I wish I did because I look like a Derek, mate. Like, oh, the way I run around, but but I think um, it's kind of it's more bit. honest, it's yeah. more real, more authentic, you know. <laughs> I like it when the uh, the player from Ghana did uh, Ronaldo's celebration oh, after yeah. scoring on Portugal. That was good. Yeah. They were losing like that too. Was, yeah. And he still yeah, goes yeah. and celebrates. Yeah, so that, that's what it is though. You'd be yeah. so excited. You're yeah. like, yeah, you can't help yourself. Didn't yeah. someone celebrate and forget that you can't take your shirt off at the World Cup and then they just got a red card for their goal? Yeah, the really? Cameroon. The Cam- I think it was Cameroon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cameroon really? Yeah, he, yeah, he was so excited. He was like, oh my God, <laughs> took his shirt off and then was like... Oh, damn. <laughs> and then the ref came up and was like, good goal, mate. Red card. Off you go. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know you couldn't take your shirt off. Must be, a, I don't know, a Qatar thing. No, it's a <clears throat> world football. It's been around for a while oh, now. Sure. It's a yellow card if you take. No titties out. No. Damn. Free the nip. <laughs> FIFA, free that nip. What about, a, uh, what about a miss or a low in life? Apart from almost dying. Yeah. The, uh, you know, that sounds pretty fucking hectic. Um. I think I've had um, two um, knee injuries that were <clears throat> kept me out of the game for over 12 months, both of them. So I think as much as I was all right with it, I think it sort of catches up with you at different times. So I think um, especially the second one, I'd sort of got through the first knee injury, spent 14 months out, got back, got back playing and doing quite well, got called up to the Socceroos, sat on the bench for a few games, was doing quite well at Sydney, probably the best season I'd had actually to date at Sydney. It was yeah. 2017, um, and then obviously the World Cup was the following year in 2018. So that was a goal of mine, and then I got injured first week of preseason, leading into that season, and that was sort of like a, oh fuck, like yeah. <clears throat> I'd got to a stage where I thought oh, I'm really competing here, and then to spend another 12 months out was a bit <sighs> like oh fuck, this is yeah, yeah. I didn't think I'd get back to the, those heights, I suppose, playing for the Socceroos, but. Thankfully, I did, but at the yeah. time, I, I wasn't aware I'd, I'd get back to that. So that was probably, yeah, a bit of a low moment where Definitely. I was a bit like, yeah, I'm not sure 
Were there any silver linings oh, man. in that experience? <clears throat> yeah, there was actually really good silver linings. I, again, wanted to get away from the game. Obviously, I had to do my rehab and, and all that sort of stuff and, and spend time at training. But um, when the boys would go away, whether it was to Adelaide or Perth, uh, I'd go away on the weekend. I bought myself a van and, and decked it out, The bat, put a bed in there. Me and my old man put a bed in there. And, yeah, I'd just go up, up and down the coast by myself, whether yeah. I was trying to surf at the time. I obviously had a, a, a knee injury, so I wasn't surfing as much, but giving it a crack, I'd yeah. go surfing or just, just camp. Yeah, just yeah. go away, just to different places, all the way up to like Noosa and, yeah, whatnot, and whatnot. So, yeah, that was probably – and I really enjoyed that and then I found – that I was keen to get back into football again. So you just want to be out there. So it sort of builds yeah, on you. You're yeah, obviously yeah. very happy for the boys. And the boys had a really good year that year too. So not that I wasn't part of it, but you don't feel part of it. Like I was still mm. there at training and they did really well. But yeah, it was sort of nice just to sort of get away and, and have like a, I don't want to say normal persons, but I used, we never get weekends as footballers. Obviously we work all week to play on the weekend. So we never get that stage. But to, to be able to go away and see friends on a weekend or go out on a Friday night, yeah. even if it's for a few beers or... Yeah. Pub feed or something, just something concept, different. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah it was just so cool. Has a birthday on a yeah. Saturday. Hey, I can go to your birthday. Or weddings. This year. We miss yeah, so many weddings. So it's just stuff like that. Was we're in the same boat. Awesome. Like all, most gigs are yeah. Fridays and Saturdays. So like, yeah, we miss a lot of friends' birthdays and shit like that. And uh, that's a good silver lining, I must say. Yeah, it was really good to sort of not reconnect with friends, but be able to do that sort of stuff. And and even when I went away in the van and stuff. I have a lot of friends that live up the coast, so I'd I'd drop in and see them. So yeah, yeah, full got in touch with a lot of old friends and got got in touch with yourself. Yeah, exactly. And life and all the beauty in it, as opposed to just football, football, football. Yeah, because you get caught up in it. Yeah, it sort of becomes your life. It is our life. It's obviously our job, but it is our life. But it can consume you as well. Definitely, yeah, yeah. swallows you a little bit. Yeah. Did you want to do the listener question? Oh yes, that would be sick. Oh yeah. We've got a question from Matt to you, Ryan. Okay. Hi, Ryan. Matt here. Big fan of your work in the back line for the Sky Blues. Just wondering uh, what your thoughts on Garanquol's move to Newcastle United and like his potential for the future. How do you think he's going to go? Great question. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if he's across it, but there's a guy that played Quold plays for Central Coast Mariners. He's just yep. signed for Newcastle United, playing the Premier League. Uh, I think he's only 18. Um, obviously, have a big future. Just play, went to the World Cup with the with the Socceroos. Got a bit of game time, so yep. hectic. Um, yeah, on, I mean, on an Australian football point of view, I think it's obviously great. They like we spoke about before. Um, the A League is obviously a great league. People give it a little bit of stick, but I think when things like this happen, you sort of puts it into perspective how how good the league is, and for him the to go over there, there yeah. yeah, definitely. And he's a young fella. He's he's obviously got a big future, but yeah, going to one of the Premier Leagues. I mean, I think it's the richest club now with their new owners. Um, really? So they've yeah, really? they've got the pick of the bunch. Really, and richer to, than. Uh... Manchester City. Yeah, they've, so they've got, I think they're also... Richer they, than Chelsea? I they, I think, are by a long way, which is crazy yeah, I, when you I, think I, of the money. Wow. I don't know. Yeah. Which, I just um, remember Manchester City being the one that where everyone's right. like... They everyone's like, yeah, they got heaps yeah. of money. So they um, have the pick of the bunch, really, so to pick a player from the A-League um, is crazy. So, yeah, he's got a massive future, obviously. Yeah, um, that's so sick. Saying, really, oh, my so. God. That's yeah. awesome. Good good young kid, too, from all reports. So And he's 18? All the best, Yeah. Man, oh, that's sick. I saw his appearance in um, the game recently, and they were yeah. like, this is like one of the youngest players in uh, yeah, World Cup someone history. Someone said maybe the youngest player since Pele. 
Since yes. Pele, yes. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Dude, yeah, I saw that. Crazy stat, right? Yeah, I mean, damn. He's a bit of a character too. He like is? In his interviews and stuff. He seems oh, like sick. a bit of a character. A bit yeah. of banter. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, so he'd be a good guest. <laughs> sick. Who's got the best banter yeah. in the league? Oh. Who's the jokester? Oh, it's really Apart hard. from you, obviously. <laughs> I'm not that good. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot of football banter that flies around, which is a bit dry, but yeah. um, I think in the team at the minute, um, James Donerke, Donks. Donk. He's not so, he's not always funny, but he's just always laughing his own stuff, and the boys get around it a lot. So yeah. he, he laughs he's, at his own he's, stuff. Yeah, big time. Yeah. He's, a, he's a character, kitty. yeah. I love that. I yeah. love it when people laugh at their own shit all the time. I'm like, someone, yeah. someone who's that giddy on the inside, just that is such a <laughs> warming so thing to be around. It's it so is. good. It's I contagious up, as. Yeah. It yeah, fully it is. is. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. No, pleasure. Really Thanks for having me. It. Yeah, thanks laugh. for coming on. No, no worries. And everybody listening, get around him. He's the man, Ryan Grant, Sydney FC. They're number one. They're going to be the greatest team of all time. Get out there. 100% right. Is there anything you want to uh, plug or talk about at all? The platform is all yours. No, I think just get yeah, out to the game. Like you said, <coughs> head out to you the went game. there. I think the, the stadium is awesome. Obviously, we're awesome, Sydney FC. Yeah. Um, so it just goes hand in hand, right? So get out there and have a, have and a good time. I want to teach everyone the uh, the chant, which I've, I've just remembered. Um, when you get to the game, sing along when they go, We are Sydney. The famous Sydney FC We're from the Harbour City The boys in blue from Moore Park Road We are And then it keeps going It's great Yeah Was that good memory? uh, They've they've got a chant for me When I used to obviously have a mullet longer they They say He's got shit hair, but we don't care. Ryan, Ryan Grant. <laughs> Which, uh, I've actually had it, when I was younger, I had a big mop when I made my debut. Yeah. Um, so they've had that the whole way through and I always have ordinary haircuts. So it's always been very relevant. Yeah, so get around that. Get around that, that one. For me. He's got shit hair, but we don't care. Ryan, Ryan Grant. Yeah. I also, actually, I remember the first Sydney FC game I went to hearing uh, like a group of people get together and go, he's here, he's there, he's, he's every pocket where Ryan Grant, Ryan Grant. <laughs> it's a vibe. Everybody needs to get to a Sydney FC game start because the atmosphere is actually electric. It really is. Where the atmosphere is great. I'd love to have a beer with Ryan because Ryan, Ryan is me, mate. mate. That was nice. That was a good way to end it. Listener.